This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Thank you very much, uh, Hillary. It's an unfortunate fact that not everything says made in America. Uh, and it's even more unfortunate that when it says made in America, it may not be made in America. If you're like me, you're somebody who cares pretty deeply about that sort of thing. It can be frustrating. That's one of the reasons I love partnering with American Giant. When you buy clothing or a Christmas gift from American Giant, know that you're getting true American quality, a product with merit made by people in this country for a fair wage. Every stitch of every thread, every thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink is made and assembled here. You're not just buying clothing. You are investing in bringing American industry back. That is really their goal at American uh, Giant. I would love you to check these out, see if you can use anything for a Christmas present. 100% America, you'll be able to buy cheaper, uh, but you won't. You'll be buying cheaper quality and workers overseas that aren't paid a living wage. And not rebuilding america american giant there's one american giant in all of us american-giant.com slash glenn america-giant.com slash glenn yes talk to talk to the founder the other day i mean i at least i showed up for work that day It is Friday, and we have a ton of ground to cover. We're going to begin with the Twitter files, part deux, in 60 seconds. Sherry wrote in about her experience with uh, with uh, Relief Factor. She said, I used to have a lot of problems with pain in my feet. I got to the point where I wouldn't be able to walk normally. Then I heard about Relief Factor, and I decided I'd try it out. In a very short period of time, the, pen, the pain went down so much that I can now walk perfectly normally again. So happy, thank you so much. Sherry, thank you for writing in and for giving Relief Factor a try. I know it's tough, you hear it from a boob like me and you're like, really does it work? I take it every day. The three week quick start, 1995, it's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor and about 70% of them go on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. relieffactor.com. Get the 1995 3-week quick start. relieffactor.com. The number 4 relief. 800 4 relief. 
So Elon Musk has uh, released the second set of Twitter files. Now, there is a caveat to that, and I'll give it to you here in just a second. But uh, gave them to Barry Weiss. And Barry Weiss, uh, formerly with the New York Times, and not a conservative, um, but not somebody who is crazy either, uh, decided to, um, she, she was given the files, and she outlined it pretty well on Twitter. One, New Twitter Files investigation reveals that teams of Twitter employees built blacklists, prevented disfavored tweets from trending, and actively limited the visibility of entire accounts or even trending topics, all in secret without informing users. So in other words, everything that we said that was going on was going on. Twitter once had a mission to give everyone the power to create and share ideas and information instantly without barriers. Along the way, barriers nevertheless were erected. Three, take, for example, Stanford's Dr. J, I can't pronounce his name, who argued, what is it, Bhattacharya? Bhattacharya. Bhattacharya, Mm -hmm. uh, who argued that COVID lockdowns would harm children. Twitter secretly placed him on a trends blacklist, which prevented his tweets from trending. Four or we should point out she's posting the screenshots of this. Like you can see on his account, it says trends blacklist. Like they have these little recent abuse strike strike count and then trends blacklist. This is something that they denied doing over and over and over again. They not only denied it, the media covered up for it, but this, as the media is now telling us, is old news. Oh, This is old news. I guess in a way. Or consider the popular right-wing talk show host Dan Bongino, who at one point was slapped with a search blacklist. So you couldn't search him. Twitter set the account of conservative activist Charlie Kirk to do not amplify. And again, all the screenshots are there. Twitter denied that it does such things. In 2018, uh, Twitter's head of legal policy and trust and the head of product said, we don't shadow ban and we certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints or ideology. Hmm. Looks like they were lying. What many people call shadow banning, Twitter executives employees call visibility filtering. (laughs) Not Orwellian at all. No. Um, uh, Think about visibility filtering, Barry Rice White uh, writes, as a way for us to suppress what people see to different levels. It's a very powerful tool. This is one senior uh, Twitter employee. Uh, VF refers to Twitter's control over visibility. It used VF to block searches of individual users, to limit the scope of a particular tweet's discoverability, to block select users' posts from ever appearing on trending page, and from inclusion in hashtag searches, um, all without the user's knowledge. We control visibility quite a bit, and we control the amplification of your content quite a bit. And normal people do not know how much we do, one Twitter engineer told us. Um, The group that decided whether to limit the reach of certain users was the strategic response team or the global escalation team. Uh, They often, often handled up to 200 cases a day, but there existed a level beyond official ticketing. Beyond the rank and file moderators following the company's policy on paper, and that is the site integrity policy and policy escalation support. 
This secret group, head of legal policy and trust and global head of trust and safety, subsequent CEOs, Jack Dorsey and Parag, uh, whatever his name is, and others. Uh, Barry Weiss said, this is the biggest, most politically sensitive decisions that were made. Think higher follower account controversial. Another Twitter employee told us these uh, for these, there would be no ticketing or anything. So they did not want the rest of the company even knowing they were doing this. They wanted this to be kind of their own little uh-huh. pathway to censorship. And let's just remember when Jack got on to Hannity and he was like, we don't do any of this. Yeah, I can so, promise and, you, we don't do it. To be fair to Jack himself, some of these files are showing that he wasn't even consulted on this stuff. Like they, they were other other levels of employees doing it. It wasn't necessarily going to him. Yeah. He seems to be an Elon Musk supporter, by the way. Oh, yeah, I know he does. So. I, I know he is. And Elon supports uh, Jack. Jack. They, yeah. He this seems is, to be, it, 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 it seems this, to be the culture was the big problem. This there. is what I said about um, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg is either completely out of the loop and has no idea what's happening in his own company, or he's a fantastic liar. Mm. And I, I'm not sure what it is. I mean, I don't think he's a fantastic liar, um, but uh, uh, I, I'm not sure. It's like Jack. I'm not sure if he really knows what's going on in his own company, mm. if you believe the Jack story. Um, the account... Um, Let's see here. Where was I? I think you're in 16. Oh, I'm in 16. Mm-hmm. One of the accounts that rose to this level of scrutiny of, was Libs of TikTok, an account that was on the trends blacklist, and it was designated as do not take action on user without consulting with the higher group. The account uh, now boasts over 1.4 million followers, was subject to six sus- suspensions in 2022 alone, or 20, yeah, 2022 alone. Each time they were blocked from posting for as long as a week. Twitter repeatedly informed the uh, libs of TikTok that they had been suspended for violating Twitter's policy against hateful conduct, uh, content and conduct. But in an internal memo from October 2022, after their seventh suspension, the committee acknowledged that libs of TikTok had not directly engaged in behavior uh, violative of the hateful conduct policy. That's incredible. I mean, they, and they, here it is. Yeah. I mean, there's the email. Mm-hmm. They have the email, uh, and basically, they're saying they suspended her for no reason, <laughs> like right? The, or at least no, no formal uh, reason. No reason that 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 was identified in their rules. Yeah, they came up with a new one. Right. The committee justified her suspensions internally by claiming her post encouraged online harassment of hospitals and medical providers um, by insinuating that gender affirming health care is equivalent to child abuse or grooming. Compare this to what happened when uh, she was doxxed, the libs of TikTok uh, poster. Um, November 21st, 2022, a photo of her home and address was posted in a twip, tweet that had garnered more than 10,000 likes. When uh, Libs of TikTok told Twitter that the address had been disseminated, um, she says Twitter support responded with this message. We reviewed the report content and didn't find it to be in violation of the Twitter rules. No action was taking, taken. The docs tweet is still up. Still. Still. I, I wonder if Elon will take care of that one today. I would hope. Uh, in internal Slack messages, Twitter employees spoke of using technicalities to restrict the visibility of tweets and subjects. 
Here's Yoel Roth, uh, Twitter's then global head of trust and safety, in a direct message to a colleague. Um, SI is uh, technically spam enforcement as a way to solve. I can't read the whole thing. Solve a problem created by safety under in under enforcing their policies, which, again, isn't a problem per se, but it keeps us from addressing the root cause of the issue, which is that our safety policies need some attention. Six days later, direct message with an employee on health misinformation, privacy and identity research team. Roth requested more research uh, to support expanding non-removal policy interventions like disabling engagements and de-amplification visibility filtering. These are all the things that were Everybody said. under the banner of shadow bans yep. that they denied yep. over and over. Yep. So it just goes on and on, but it is uh, uh, more of the same. Everything that we knew. Now, this story, you would think, can't get any worse, right? Well, <clears throat> if you remember back in June 23, uh, in 2022, um, there were a number of people that pointed out that Twitter was hiring an alarming number of FBI agents. Um, and this is something we pointed out in a special just recently uh, that all of them are doing this. The revolving door from the FBI to Amazon to Google to uh, Zuckerberg's Facebook and to Twitter is astounding. One of the guys who went to Twitter is James Baker. Now, <clears throat> I'm thinking about an old poster, a propaganda poster from the Soviet Union. Vladimir Lenin stands in front of a giant red Soviet emblem with his right arm stretching forward. And the caption reads to the bright future of communist society, universal prosperity and enduring peace. The words to the bright future would be go would be used to uh, by some uh, at the Politburo policy officials in the KGB as an excuse when they asserted their heavy hand on their people. You don't like reporting nothing but propaganda and lies in the Soviet media media. Don't worry. It's for your safety to the bright future. You don't want your family member go to the re-education camp to the bright future. For others, all the people suffering under communist control, the phrase became a sort of coping me me mechanism. Sure, this all sucks, but to the bright future. <clears throat> now. Soviets did that because the ends justify the means. They had a plan, the bright future. And that, that allowed them to justify anything. We see this happening everywhere. Now think about that the next time you use a phone that was made by Huawei or you fire up TikTok. The product you're using can be used to support Chinese national intelligence work. But it's not just Chinese, Russian. It is also Americans. The FBI is the political commissar, the uh, commissars. They admitted recently to holding regular meetings with all of the big social media companies. They maintain, quote, relationships and met weekly 
Mark Zuckerberg gave a hint on a Joe Rogan podcast that some of the meetings uh, contained information that uh, would uh, warn them against things like the Hunter Biden laptop. Now, they knew it wasn't Russian propaganda. So why was the FBI feeding misinformation to social media companies? We know the FBI didn't want Donald Trump to become president because we saw that when an FBI lawyer was caught falsifying evidence in order to get a FISA warrant to spy on the Trump campaign, Carter Page, nothing happened to him. Speaking of FBI lawyers, it was the FBI's top lawyer, James Baker, that helped facilitate the meeting between the Democratic operative Michael Sussman and the FBI investigators to look into the bogus Trump Alpha Bank smear. Okay, that was the top FBI lawyer, James Baker. He then left the FBI. And guess who hired him? Twitter. Now, this is before uh, Elon Musk. Now, we know from the Twitter file disclosure that James Baker, now Twitter's top lawyer, helped suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story. So he went from the FBI to Twitter to help shape all of the news that you would get off of Twitter. But wait, there's more. When Musk tried to release the file showing how Twitter suppressed the story, Baker intercepted the evidence to vet what was about to be released. We're talking real time here, gang. Was it to take out the parts that showed the FBI was involved? Musk this week was not amused and fired James Baker. But don't be surprised if he goes right back to the FBI or to Facebook or to Google or to Amazon. The Twitter files show how outside political actors, usually from the left, have a far too friendly relationship with big tech. And these companies are all too willing to do their bidding. We knew all of this already. It was obvious. But it is truly remarkable to see in their own emails. Because it leads one to ask the question, what is the difference between China and the Soviet Union and us? Here's the bad news. The difference is that the people of the Soviet Union and China had this kind of behavior forced on them. Today, Silicon Valley and the media do it voluntarily for the bright future. Rough Greens is great. My dog eats it. Uh, President Miles, is he still up and going? (laughs) Yes, of course. It will be a a national day of mourning when something else happens. The flags will be all at half staff across the country. You have the eternal flame already (laughs) made? Well, yeah, it's ready to go. It's ready to go. He's 17. How old old do those dogs usually live? We've had two pugs, and both of them have lived to around 17. Well, I mean, Miles is still alive, but our other dog died at about 17. So, I don't know. I I think we're we're pushing it at this point. It's it's tough. You know, it's been a long time, but he's a great dog. I think Rough Greens has made uh, Uno not only happier and healthier, but I think he is living longer than uh, he would have without it. That's Mm. just my personal opinion. Roughgreens.com slash back. Roughgreens.com slash back. Get your first trial bag for free. 
All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. So, how are you, Stu? Really good, you know. I mean, I th- I'm, I'm I'm fascinated that we're actually starting to learn things behind the scenes uh, at Twitter. It's interesting how Elon Musk is doing this. He's giving all of these like broad access to all of these emails to a couple of different journalists, and I guess the the only the only uh, condition is they f- they put the results out first on Twitter. That's it. Do whatever you want. Say whatever you want. Just do it on Twitter first. I think that's great. He doesn't seem to be trying to hide anything. In fact, the exact opposite. He's trying to be transparent and trying to bring back the trust to the site. <sighs> Is he, though? Adam I Schiff, think so. I think, called him out yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Adam Schiff came out and he said, hey, hate speech is crazy. You know, the slurs mm. against black people, women, Jewish people, and gay men. The numbers on Twitter are abysmal and unacceptable. And uh, we're going to be demanding action there in Congress. Yeah. Are you, Schiff? Yeah. Are you? Are you? And as uh, Elon Musk pointed out, actually, hate speech is down by a third since he took over. <laughs> but why, why, would well, facts, why, why would facts bother anybody? They're like always in the way. Schiff. Facts. Yeah, um, by the way, did you see, too, that Elon Musk tweeted uh, this? As Barry Weiss clearly describes, the rules were enforced against the right, but not against the left. Hmm. So the, I mean, this is exactly what we've been saying, and at some level, right? You have this, this impression, right? You you look at these social media sites, and you have an impression. You can cite anecdotal evidence, right, of people you know on the right that were censored, and people on the left. You can say, oh well, how come this person wasn't taken down, and this person was? But that's not evidence right no. it's, it's like an impression this is evidence this is evidence yeah this is evidence. they were doing all of those things we said they were doing yeah. you know and i think twitter was the least of the offenders i, I think that's I, true i think that if you look at <laughs> google youtube uh mm-hmm. and uh, facebook i bet you it is much much worse so just if elon musk can just buy all the other companies too well, if Elon <laughs> Musk can stay out of jail, right. my gosh, he's being investigated and everything, which just again goes to reinforce the point that government and these media outlets are in bed and are acting uh, in a coordinated fashion. And they're all- protecting each other. And it also enforces the point that the left does not actually care about global warming. If there's ever been a more clear example, they despise this person who's created the largest electric car company in the world, and they hate the him for it. Act program. Man, I mean, who's gonna who's gonna cross this finish line first, them or us? Last Christmas, you made my slippers for my pillow their number one best-selling product, and that's saying a lot. Uh, my slippers are great. They have four-layer design that you don't get with other slippers. And it makes them comfortable and durable. Plus, you can wear them anywhere you want to, any time of the day. I would suggest wearing them while you pick up your kids from school or taking them, you know, uh, to a crowd of friends. I'm just saying they love that. 
take some stress off your feet and uh, help my slippers rise to the top of the list again this Christmas season. They come in a ton of different sizes and new colors, and you're just going to love them. My Pillow products, they all come with a 10-year warranty, and now during the season they're extending their 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed between now and December 25th will have their money-back guarantee um, extended until March 1st, 2023. So go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, save 90 bucks on the original My Slippers, $49.98 a pair right now. Promo code BECK, MyPillow.com. If you want to get a last-minute Christmas gift, a great place to go is GlennBeckMerch.com. Use the code GLEN20 to save 20%. Hello, America. Welcome. I'm so glad that you have joined us today. We unfortunately have a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, The White House is defending their Russian prisoner swap. Um, It is uh, it's amazing. Now, I know that I have a different opinion on this, but uh, it has always been my feeling. And what I always say to my kids whenever we go to another country, um, you have a passport. Yes. But the government's not going to come and get you if you break this country's laws. If you break the laws, you know, you murder somebody, you're doing drugs, whatever. If that's the law, you know, you should be pretty aware of it. Nobody's coming over to Saudi Arabia to rescue me if I happen to bring in a box of Bibles. You know what I mean? It's against the law. So um, I I don't like the fact that we're going uh, for um, I mean, I don't mind it because I think the punishment is so harsh, but I don't like the fact that we've gone after this woman, which I believe we are really only making this big of a deal out of not not that we shouldn't rescue her or anything else, but we are willing to trade away a brutal killer a guy who is yeah. is called the merchant of death and i believe we're only doing it because of the sexuality of uh griner i with well, several several things at play here it's, it's a gift to the lgbt community because he's going to take out sam uh is his name brinson. sam uh, britain mm-hmm. yeah that was brinson but it, what, what, you know that you're talking about yeah the the yeah. person who keeps stealing luggage at airports Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I mean, I think it's partially that. I think there is a a fame component to it. She's a famous yes. prisoner. Yes. Uh, there is probably a, I mean, there's a multiple intersectional lines she crosses mm-hmm. off. It's not just the LGBTQIA2 plus community. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, so that's there as well. And America uh, loves their WNBA. I mean, let's and be, just, there's yeah. a lot of passion for the so, WNBA. Here's my biggest problem. Uh, my biggest problem with this is who we, I guess America does negotiate for terrorists. That's scary. Uh, it, this should, warning, do not go to any country that is at, in the least shape or form anti-American. Uh, because you are now a target um, to get a, a, a known 
deadly terrorist out of uh, of prison to be used as a chip. Right. And, yes. and, and we should. And yeah, I know you mentioned this <laughs> off the air, but we should point out that there's a good chance that she didn't actually commit a crime. Yeah, because we don't know if she committed this crime right. or not. She admitted it, but she admitted it in Russia, in Russian. So, court, right? I mean, like, what are you going to do? I, right. I mean, it could very well be that she said whatever she had to say right. at that time. And she, I'm glad she's have, out and I'm yeah. glad yes. she's home. Um, you know, I, I don't like the fact that we left the FBI or the, um, uh, former the Marine, former Marine yeah. there. We yeah, can leave the FBI agent there, but not the former Marine. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, you know, let's can we get a little more for Victor Bout? Here's the CBS 60 Minutes uh, segment on who this guy is. Victor Boot, uh, in, in my eyes, um, is one of the most dangerous men on the face of the earth. On the face of the earth. Without a doubt. Mike Braun, the former chief of operations for the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration, told us Boot first exploded on the scene in war-torn West Africa in the late 1980s. Elevating bloody conflicts from machetes and single-shot rifles to... AK-47s, not by the thousands, but by the tens of thousands. So he weaponizes civil war in Africa. He transformed these young adolescent warriors into uh, insidious, mindless, maniacally driven killing machines that operated with assembly line efficiencies. Now 43, boot from the Soviet Republic of Tajikistan, is a mystery man who reportedly served in the Soviet Air Force and Intelligence Service. The U.S. has indicted him on four terror-related charges, including conspiracy to kill Americans. What makes him a threat to the United States? He is a shadow facilitator. He's arming not only designated terrorist groups, uh, insurgent groups, but he's also arming very powerful drug trafficking cartels uh, around the globe. Mm. Taking advantage of Russian military contacts at the highest levels and the collapse of the Soviet Union, Federal prosecutors allege Boot essentially became a one-stop shop, offering an unlimited supply of stockpiled Cold War weapons to bad guys around the world, including Charles Taylor of Liberia, who's now on trial for war crimes. According to the U.S. indictment, Boot had a unique selling point when it came to weapons trafficking. A fleet of cargo airplanes capable of transporting weapons and military equipment anytime, anywhere. More than 60 planes in all, his own private air force. Those Russian aircraft uh, were built like flying dump trucks. He could move this stuff and drop it with pinpoint accuracy to any desert, to any jungle, to any other remote place in the world, right into the hands of what I hmm. refer to as the potpourri of global scum. So let's see, we're funding the war for Ukraine, trying to defend itself against Russia. And we hand over a guy who knows how to arm and knows how to um, take war and escalate it into a massive killing machine. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. I think it's worth the WNBA player. Look, I, that's a, that's the maybe the most amazing part. You could really make the argument that no matter how many prisoners they had, we shouldn't trade this guy for them. No. Uh, he is one of the most, I mean, he's responsible for, God, tens of thousands, hundreds of nope. thousands of deaths. Um, he, uh, when he was captured, he, he was trying to sell weapons to Colombian terrorists. And the Colombian terrorist said to Victor Boot, 
uh, we are going to use these weapons. We may wind up shooting down U.S. pilots. And Boot responded, we have the same enemy. Now, the person he was talking to was not actually a Colombian terrorist. He was an agent, an undercover agent, and they arrested him on the spot. But th he literally was in the middle of trying to kill U.S. citizens while he was arrested. Uh, I, I mentioned yesterday, when you were out, Glenn, uh, the movie Lord of War with Nicolas mm -hmm. Cage, which is about this guy's life, you know, pretty close to it. It's, it they change his name, they change some of the details, but it's, it's pretty close to his life. And you see how he did this. He went into the Soviet Union as it was collapsing and, you know, in a business sense, in, a, in an evil sense, mm -hmm. a brilliant way. Uh, realized that there was no more oversight from the central government of all of these weapons. So mm -hmm. he bought them for pennies on the dollar, bribed officials locally in the military who had lost support from Moscow. Mm -hmm. They no longer had the, the funds coming in. Right. They He would ship them all across the world. And, and it's true. I mean, Liberia, all over uh, Western Africa, uh, he created, you know, major, major problems and mass armies that killed all sorts of innocent people, including, you know, villages of women and children reportedly in front of him as these deals were going down. So here is what NBC News reported, um, you know, because everybody's talking about the FBI or the sorry, the uh, Marine that we left behind uh, Whalen. He has been left behind the White House. Originally, this is what NBC reported. Uh, Victor Boot, a Russian arms dealer who served 11 years of a 25-year sentence in the U.S., but the official said, this is a U.S. senior U.S. official, said Russia treated Whalen differently because he's acu an accused spy. And the Kremlin gave the White House the choice of either Greiner or Whalen or none. Okay? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, NBC changes that. Without announcing it. Without stealth announcing edit. it, stealth edit, okay, uh, is accused spy. And the Kremlin ultimately gave the White House a choice of either Griner or no one after different options were proposed. So why did they change this? Why did they change it with uh, Nancy Pelosi's uh, husband? NBC should have zero credibility in your world. Zero we reached out to NBC because we'd like to be, have them be on record. Why did they make the change to the story? Why did they make it without an editorial note? Uh, did someone at the White House reach out to ask for the change? Did the original source recant or stand by their initial claim? Do you stand by that source and their credibility? They haven't answered. Uh, they just added their edit to their editorial correction. An earlier version of this article misstated the choice of Biden administration was given over the hostage. It was a swap for Griner or no one, not a choice between Griner and Whalen. Right. Yeah. Don't believe it. Right. This is the same place that's suspending reporters for accurate reports on the Pelosi incident. Yeah. The right? guy is still not. We don't even. <laughs> they disappeared. I mean, he disappeared. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anything. He's probably on the beach someplace. But where is he? Where is he? And Why? NBC is absolutely in the pocket for the White House. They're well-sourced, Glenn. That's, that's what they call it in the media. <laughs> yeah, We're well-sourced. Well yeah, we got it right from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Uh, and we reported exactly what they told us to say. That's how this works. Yavol. They have contacts deep inside the government mm -hmm. who tell them exactly what they should print. And if they don't print it, they don't get the next scoop. 
So there's nothing wrong with that. And then they can have all of the oh, and there's a lot want. wrong with it. And then, of oh, course, no. they're also politically aligned, so that makes so it a lot go, easier. You're going to go off. Uh, you're going to go against the office of Goebbels. Are you going to really do that? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Um, all right. Stand by. More in a minute. Bill O'Reilly coming up. Also, we have a couple of other really great guests today. We have uh, Jefferson Morley. He's the JFK fax editor uh, at the Mary Farrell Foundation. Uh, he's the vice president. There were a trove of documents on F- uh, JFK's assassination that may be released next week. They all revolve around uh, the connection of the CIA uh, and the FBI to the guy who we all believe shot JFK. Huh. Wait a minute. We're now starting to get information out possibly tomorrow or I mean next week that he was working for the CIA. We get that at the uh, top of hour number three. Don't miss a second of today's broadcast. But first, let me tell you a little bit about Blinds.com. Well, that merry old time of the year is upon us once again. And if you want to bring cheer and goodwill to your home, a great place to start is by changing your windows, uh, the way your windows look. Um, Window treatments make a noticeable, huge difference in the way your home looks. And it is the least expensive way to update your home. Uh, Blinds.com is your one-stop shopping for anything and everything to do with window treatments. Blind shades, drapes, shutters, even really cool stuff like motorized shades. You can find it all at Blinds.com. They have all the latest styles, fabrics, and materials for you to choose from. And just as importantly, they have a team of experts who can help you pick what's right for your home when it seems like there are just too many choices. And if you need help measuring and installing, they'll do that too. Everything is backed by Blinds.com's 100% satisfaction guarantee. Holiday season, shop Blinds.com. Save up to 40% off everything right now. Blinds.com. Save 40% site-wide at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions do apply. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, I, I just love these stories. I can't get enough of them. Uh, Want to eat healthy and save the planet? Replace beef with spirulina. Uh, that's an algae. And who doesn't want to have algae instead of a big, nice steak? Uh, for every kilogram of beef replaced with a kilo of spirulina, nearly 100 kilograms of greenhouse gas emissions can be saved as well as 340 square meters of land and 1400 liters of water isn't it spirulina could be I, wrong. I could be wrong i don't know i'm not up on my algae right okay how much algae do you consume i none, basis? none none i'd have to say nope so I've you're never going to a lake and said let me just scoop some of that stuff off the top and eat away so you're on a low algae diet i am wow i am it doesn't I'm sound a hater good. They want oh, you to. Man. I will say the <laughs> the coming uh, the coming regime mm-hmm. wants you to eat some weird crap. Uh, and we will be eating weird crap if these people take over. <laughs> I mean, this is serious. This a lot is, of bugs. Yeah, a lot of weird plants yeah. that you don't want to eat. 
Um, and uh, and it's all going to happen because the, the of the youngins uh, in our midst. They are all terrified of global warming. They believe this is absolutely going to kill everybody on the planet. Um, and uh, and they'll do what they have to do. Concert goers in Hamburg, Germany, had their evening interrupted. They were going to hear the Philharmonic. And uh, apparently a couple of people, they were environmentalists. They love spirulina or whatever. <laughs> and they rushed onto the stage <clears throat> to talk about the imminent demise of Earth at the hands of fossil fuels. Oh, no. And they glued themselves to the conductor stand. Okay. And so they're standing on the conductor stand and they've glued themselves to the little bar behind that. And they say, we're standing here because we're all suppressing the climate catastrophe and thus robbing our children of the chance to live in safety and peace. We all have the responsibility for coming generations. If we do too little now, it means we share the blame for the biggest catastrophe that humanity has ever experienced. Just as there is only one violin uh, concerto by Beethoven, we also have this one planet. And then they went on about how, you know, one of them wanted to have kids, but she was afraid to bring them up in a world that was on the brink of destruction. Everybody was booing. Security came out. They weren't didn't seem real concerned because they just grabbed onto the thing that they had glued themselves to and wheeled it off stage. And the concert continued. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. Uh, so good. Just I so good. love these stories. This is a big thing now. I know. I've actually started a segment on Studios America called mm. Idiots Gluing Themselves to Things. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it's just common. This is what they're doing all the time now. And I'm learning a lot about strategy. One of the important things you got to do when you're gluing yourself to something is to make sure you're in a comfortable place. Right? Yes. You're going to be there for a long time. A lot of these idiots will do where they have to bend over. So they have to hold a bent over position for hours and hours and hours. No, you got to get down, comfortable, maybe bring a pillow, put your uh, glue yourself to the floor. Uh, not a that. movable object. That's yes. a new look thing we're learning yeah. now. This is, the, this is you, so funny. This is going to be a new class <laughs> in colleges. <laughs> it's just so funny. They, the thing had wheels underneath it, man. <laughs> it's so good. You are so stupid. Imagine how mad they were as they were slowly <laughs> oh. being wheeled off. Oh, and how happy the, the audience back <laughs> program. To a certain extent, you're in charge of your future and the future of your family. Um, to a certain extent, uh, we're living in weird, weird times and you can't anticipate or stop everything, but you can do a lot. For instance, how are your finances looking? Are you cutting spending where you can? Are you putting money back every chance you can get? Are you saving for retirement, college funds, the kids, things like that? My gosh, let me offer a piece of advice. Now more than ever, you should Place a call to American Financing. They're a family-owned company, and for the past two decades, they've been helping people just like you get their finances into better shape. In a 10-minute review, you can get a free mortgage review that would could lead you to saving hundreds of dollars a month, maybe even a thousand. Uh, the average person is saving now six hundred ninety-five dollars per month. Get a consolidation loan or a mortgage refi could help end up helping you a great deal in these times. You could also skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. All right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly's coming up next.
to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, hello, America. Bill O'Reilly, author of Killing the Killers, which is available everywhere, including BillOReilly.com for his uh, uh, his website. You can give gifts there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the greatest gift is knowledge. Word of the day, and word to your mother. He he joins us next. Molly wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She says, I wanted to let you know how much I appreciate the product. Our dog, Darby, very large, 11-year-old German Shepherd, is doing much better since given her Rough Greens. Her skin issues have cleared up. She seems perkier. She is on joint supplements, but her joints actually seem to bother her a lot less ever since she started taking Rough Greens. I found that with my German Shepherd as well. Thank you for letting me know about this product. You are welcome, Molly. Thank you so much. It, Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. And you sprinkle it on the dog food, and it's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. Uh, try the free sample bag now just to make sure your dog will eat it. If they will eat it, get the full bag, and you won't believe the difference in your dog over the coming months. At least I didn't, and Stu feels the same way. First trial bag, you get it for free. Just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLENN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, welcome to the program, sir. A lot, a lot to address today. Yes, and first I want to thank you for giving uh, my latest book, Killing the Legends, as well as Killing the Killers, to your staff for Christmas. That was really uh, nice. I'm yes, very, of very nice course gesture. we did that. Yes, yep. mm-hmm. and I appreciate you um, autographing them and sending them each, uh, you know, by name for each member of the staff for That's- free. My pleasure to do it for the yes. people. There you go. Well, thank you, Bill. I think so great. Um, so, Bill, let's. Uh, where do you want to start? There's two stories: uh, the Brittany Griner or the Twitter files. Which do you want to take first? Well, let's go with the Griner story first because um, there's a lot of unfairness surrounding this story. Um, I was watching Fox News, and I don't watch a lot of cable news much anymore because it's unbelievable repetitive. Uh, it's just like the same thing every yeah, yeah. hour, you know, he's like, God. But anyway, uh, there were commentators on uh, FNC that were going, oh, this is a terrible deal, terrible deal, terrible deal. Okay, fine. So you always break these things down. Number one, um, the United States and Biden have no power here at all, none. They go into a negotiation with no power. It would be like me negotiating with Stu. Right. <laughs> Stu didn't have any power. I mean, I guess go in and I run roughshod right over. It's very rude. Okay? Very rude, right. especially around the holidays, Bill. Yeah, I know, but you know it's true. Of course. So Putin holds all all the power there in the negotiation because Putin doesn't care whether anybody lives or dies except Putin. He doesn't care about Brittany Griner. He doesn't care about the arms dealer. Right. He doesn't care about anybody. So he's tweaking the United States, and he goes, okay, how can I embarrass Biden? And here's how I can do it. I can give somebody up who's in jail for uh, pot oil possession, and then I'm going to demand Satan in return. (laughs) Okay? And that's pretty much what it was, right? Right, right. Okay. So then if you're going to negotiate 
at all. You got to understand that the United States going in knew it was going to lose, had no power, nothing. I say I would have made the deal because number one, the Satan, the arms dealer, had been incarcerated for eighteen years. I, don't know I believe it was eleven. Well, wait a minute, two thousand eight. God, my math, unbelievable. Yeah. So it'll be what, 14 then, 14 years. They grabbed him in Thailand in 2008. I mean, and this guy is sincerely the devil. Right. So they grabbed him, and, and he's been in 14. So it's not like he's not been punished. Um, and then the PR aspect for Biden voters is through the roof. And because you have an African-American who's gay and who likes marijuana. I mean, that's like the profile <laughs> for people who vote for Biden, right? Um, so Biden made a deal. I would have made the deal on a humanitarian basis because you never would have gotten her out. It's not like no. Biden on, on Christmas goes, you know, I'm going to grant pardons to people. Right, <laughs> no, that's right. not what he does. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, how do you feel about leaving the Marine behind? Well, what do you mean leaving him behind? We have no no way to get him out. How are we going to uh, get him out? There's no way to do know. it. We just gave the Soviet Union, you know, uh, the early 2000s version of Hitler. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, look, <laughs> you got this poor guy over there. All right, Putin doesn't need money. He's the richest man in the world. Um, so you can't buy him out. Um, again, Putin doesn't care whether anybody lives or dies, and he's holding a guy, you know, hopefully he can use him some way to embarrass the United States. Now, it was interesting to see that it, Trump couldn't get him out either, this Marine over there. Well, um, Putin offered him the same deal, and he said no. Well, it wasn't the same deal, because Griner wasn't popular. No, 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 not with, well, not with Griner, but for, you know, um, the... I'm not sure that was true. That's a report, mm. but I'm not. That that doesn't sound right to me. Um, and Pompeo has not confirmed that. Okay, which is what I always look. Um, so anyway, look, I'm I'm glad the woman is back. I hope she stops denigrating her country. She was a big kneeler during the national anthem. Mm -hmm. But what I really like to see her do is go around and talk to kids about pot marijuana. I mean, I really would like to see her, you know. Say, I'm sure she would, you know, I'm probably show sure the cannabis that. dealers that are available in your own local market. <laughs> oh, I see what you're going for. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me, you want to go to yeah, Elon? Let me, let me go to Elon Musk. Okay. So I wrote a column, and I'm sure you read it. Cause, I did. You know, Elon people, shakes it up. Yeah. Very good, Beck. Wow. Um, Elon shakes it up, BillOReilly.com. And this is a great thing for America. I mean, it really is an excellent thing. It doesn't matter whether you like Elon Musk or not. So what he's basically done is said, look, I know, because I bought this company, that how corrupt this company is and was. So I fired 50% of the people who were engaging in the corruption. They're already gone. And now I'm going to embarrass uh, the previous people by dripping out uh, terrible things that Twitter did. But the real importance of the story is that now the Republican House committees, which will investigate the 2020 presidential election and, and its uh, linkage to social media, will subpoena all these people, including the FBI people. I mean, that is a colossal advantage for people who want to know the truth.
Yeah, but do you really think? I mean, I see. I have such little faith um, in justice in America anymore. That what is that going to mean? So they sit in front of Congress and they tell the truth or don't tell the truth. What's well, going to happen? For the, F- for the FBI, there could be charges, criminal charges. Uh, against those agents if they did actively involve themselves in a presidential election. So that that absolutely could happen. Now, under uh, the present regime, Biden regime, no, but there's a statute of limitations on that extends past. Um, for the Twitter people, nobody's going to go to jail. Nobody's going to get anything. But what will happen is that the American people will know how bad the fix was in. And they got to know this because what people people... American people are, are, they know about 20% of really what is happening to them. That's, they, they don't know the other yeah, I'm not 80%. sure that that's even uh, low enough, but I agree with you. Yeah, so, I, yeah but you know where I'm going. Yeah, I do, I do. So, okay, so we all walk around in a free society, and we think we know how our government is working and how uh, things evolve, and we don't. And it, it, it's, a, it's a, at a crisis level now because it's easy to suppress a huge story like Hunter Biden. That so I, easy. you know, I did an interview uh, yesterday for my podcast that comes out Saturday. <clears throat> it's out now on Blaze TV. But um, it was with the woman that was going to be the CEO of uh, Levi's. And she was the president of Levi's and she started speaking out. She was a big progressive and she started speaking out against uh, the school uh, closings for COVID early, early on. Um, And uh, Levi's was freaked out. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Um, And they finally fired her and uh and she refused to take the money to remain silent because she felt this was important to say and we were having a conversation yesterday that um the truth is there if you want to see it but you have to be willing to see it you have to be willing to look for it and then stand up and we were talking about how does that happen if you go back to Germany, and I know you're a history buff, you go back to Germany, there were two newspapers. One was uh, pro-fascism, one was against fascism. And it is said that you could read the two papers about the same event and would come to a completely different conclusion after reading that, that one paper. And people did not cross the streams. They didn't read both, generally speaking. We're in the same place. What do, you, you know, what do we do? People believe what they want to believe. Right. That's, that's the real crisis in America. So rather than being intellectually curious and actually seeking what is reality, what is the truth, um, most of us do not do that anymore because that's difficult to do. So it's much easier to just stand in line and believe what your friends believe. And this is particularly true to the under uh, 18, you know, this crew. So if your if your high school is liberal, well, you're not going to go against that because then you'll be isolated and you won't have social opportunities, and the teachers are and are all lined up against you, and and you know it's like that's a pretty heavy burden for a kid, yeah. and and that's happening more and more and more and more. 
Um, I don't know whether you've, you picked up on this, but you really should, Beck. And maybe we can talk about it next week. I'm doing a Wednesday spot with News Nation with Chris Cuomo. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Okay. So I'm doing it for one reason only, because there is no debate anymore on cable television. So what I did on The Factor, what you did when you were on CNN and Fox, that's gone. Because it's far too difficult for the hosts to basically study up on their position to fight off another position. They can't do it anymore. (laughs) so, So it's like, I think this. And let's bring on our first guest who thinks exactly like I do. That's the whole thing. <laughs> so I, uh, Cuomo came to me and I said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, but it's going to be debate. I mean, I'm not going to let you stay your left-wing propaganda. You're go- I'm going to swat you. All right, he goes, oh, I'm, I'm up for it. Okay. So that's what we're doing. And it's fascinating to see how, and, and Cuomo is an, is an establishment Democrat. That's what he is. His family's always been that. But in the reveal of the debate, you get what is being fed out from that crew. And, and you see it. Like, oh, Joe Biden's not responsible for inflation. Uh, what? <laughs> that kind of thing. And I hit him last, uh, just a couple of days ago. I said, when Trump was left off, inflation was 1.3%. When he walked out the door and the answer was, but the seeds were sown. I said, what? This is insane. He governed for four years. Um, but that's what it is. And then the Democrats, the people who voted for Warnock in uh, Georgia, they go, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not Biden's fault. We're, we're paying four times as much for everything. The seeds were sown. What is that? It's just insane. But that's what's happening in this country. All right. Hang on just a second. We're back with uh, Bill O'Reilly. I want to ask you a final question about James Baker, the FBI agent, uh, not the other famous James Baker. Back in just a second. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. If you're living with pain in your life, I bet you get tired of having to give things up. Everybody else around you just speeds along through their day like it's nothing. But there you are having to catch up when you can, if you can, because you hurt all the time. I know what it's like to feel that kind of pain. I look at people around me and and uh, wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. Well, I don't have those feelings anymore um, because I started taking relief factor. Relief Factor was created by doctors to help your body reduce inflammation. It's the major source of most pain. It has four key ingredients that work together with your body as it fights against the effects of aging and exercise and everyday living. The three-week quick start, 1995. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. So go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF, 800, the number 4-RELIEF. The 1995 three-week quick start. Do it now. relieffactor.com, 800, the number 4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. So I want to go back to the uh, Twitter thing, and this is disturbing to me. There's a lot of FBI agents that are going from job to job, all of them 
all of these high-ranking FBI officials are going into uh, Google and Amazon and uh, Facebook and Twitter, and one of them was James Baker. And James Baker is the guy that was the chief attorney for the FBI that introduced um, introduced the um, Alpha Bank scandal. Um, he was, uh, you know, not dissed for that. He was the guy with uh, Michael Sussman. Um, and he left the FBI and then he went to Twitter. He's also the guy now that helped suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story. This last week, he intercepted the evidence to vet what was going to be released. Uh, was it to take out the parts that the FBI, you know, was involved in with Twitter? We're not sure. Musk found out, fired James Baker. Uh, and I'm not I'm I wouldn't be surprised to see him go right back to the FBI or to another uh, Facebook or Google or something like that. Baker's part of the FBI swamp, Comey, McCabe, all of those people. That's the club. And the club hated Donald Trump from the very beginning. And the club decided to try to destroy Donald Trump. This is within the FBI, this cabal, okay? And this is absolutely the truth. And maybe there were 10 or 15 of these people, all based in D.C. And uh, they started to run uh, all of these illegal activities like the Russian collusion thing and then they went branched out into social media and then uh, when Biden got nominated they said we'll elect Biden because we hate Trump we couldn't stop him the first time we tried but we couldn't now we'll stop him the second time that's the overarch of where James Baker lives okay mm-hmm. so it got too hot for him at the FBI and so he went to Twitter his pals his buddies and they paid him a fortune and he moves out to uh, Silicon Valley, and then he is the chief suppressor of information that might hurt Joe Biden. So he was in charge of that suppression. And then uh, when Musk took over, I, I don't think he knew that. Musk should have called me. Um, and then Baker's still there, and now Baker tried to suppress what Musk was going to put out. And finally, Musk have caught him and fired him. So that's where we are. So Baker's hot witness number one when the Judiciary Committee goes in to probe whether or not the FBI injected itself to get Joe Biden elected. Did There's you, the story. Did you see the um, uh, story about um, – hang on, let me see if I can find it here real quick. The story uh, – Here it is. Um, Seven more Republicans vow to oppose Kevin McCarthy. Um, And these are the House Freedom Caucus guys. And one of their demands is to uh, make a rule change that makes it easier to remove the House Speaker by allowing any lawmaker to offer a motion to vacate the chair. Um, Then they are also demanding that legislation must focus on a single topic be publicly available for 72 hours before a vote so that it can be read and receive a full debate with the ability to offer and vote on amendments. Now, this, I guess, is a big deal. I think those are all very reasonable and only return us back to a deliberative body. Am I wrong? 
I I don't think you're wrong, Becca. But you know me, I I idolize at the uh, at the foot of uh, Glenn Beck. So I, I'm not objective <laughs> there when you ask me. Right. You're wrong. Because okay, my gut, my knee, jerk. you know, is like, no, Beck's never wrong. Oh, you're such um, a jerk. Look, all McCarthy has to say is, look, yeah, I like those things. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, I want, look, who, who opposes reading, reading um, uh, legislation? Right. So McCarthy goes, yeah, that's a great idea. We'll do that. And, yeah, you want to, uh, to file a motion that I'm an idiot anytime you want? Sure. Go ahead. And then it's over. McCarthy's going to be the speaker. I don't even bother with this important poli- politics mm. stuff. It's just annoying to me. I wish uh, more people would pay attention to that because that's very reasonable and we should be demanding that. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Get your copy of Killing the Killers and he's got Christmas specials. You'll find everything at BillOReilly.com. Thanks, Bill. Talk to you next week. The Glenn Beck Program. Wouldn't it be nice if your check engine light uh, would come on and you didn't have to immediately panic? Wouldn't it be even better if, like, your check engine light comes out and a cash machine pops out and just starts giving you the money to fix whatever it is that's wrong with your car? Um, <clears throat> you don't have to take out a second mortgage to repair your uh, car. Car Shield is protection protection plans for around a hundred dollars a month and all you have to do is choose the mechanic to do the work and the car shield administrators handle everything else it's incredibly easy to do saves you hassle and it saves you a buttload of money you can also count on car shield to take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance rental car options and trip reimbursement and no extra cost so lock in your price today and it'll never go up Car Shield. They'll have your back when your car breaks down. They can have yours too. Get coverage like I have. Go to carshield.com slash back or call 800 391 8888. 800 391 8888. Carshield.com slash back. Go there now and save 10%. Get your last-minute Christmas presents at glenbeckmerch.com. Use the code GLEN20 and save 20%. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It is Friday. Mitt Romney yesterday voiced his support for a carbon tax in order to help combat climate change. So we got that going for us. Yeah. And remember, Romney runs again in 2024. Well, the problem, of course, is he's he. There's no way to change that. I mean, he's he's got the nomination no, already. He's running. No, he's running again. He's so he running. would have to win a primary? He'd no, he'd just have to run and then lose. In the primary? No. Well, in the primary, yeah, I guess yeah, he would. Yeah, Somebody right. would have to, yeah. Uh, yeah you're going to lose to the Democrat? Or, yeah, yeah. No, no. you think he could lose to a Republican? Because I think he, he'll lose some, to both. He may. Yeah. I, I will say he, this is the type of race that conservatives should be focusing on. Look, Susan Collins is Susan Collins. We know she kind of sucks. She's also in Maine. And, you know, maybe that's the best we can do in Maine right now. We got to work long term to make sure we change the minds of people who live in Maine. And maybe a lot of people need to move to Maine that are more sane than the typical people who are in Maine. I love you, Maine, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Everyone in Maine's like, yeah, no, I know. I live right around all those people. Uh, But like Susan Collins might be as good as we can do in Maine. 
I can tell you this. Mitt Romney is not as good as we could do in Utah. No. We can do much, much better in Utah. We yes. can have an actual conservative in Utah. But he we is. do have an actual conservative in Utah. His name is Mike Lee. No, but this conservative, real deep conservative, believes mm. in a carbon tax. A carbon tax. Yeah, so that's going to be that's gonna well, be did that. Did those words I come mean, through? Mm. A carbon tax. Something proposed by Barack Obama that couldn't get through. Now, he, of course, famously lost to Barack Obama. At that time, he was saying a carbon tax was a bad idea. No, now it's a good idea. Now it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Everyone in Utah should be thinking about who... Look around Sean your community. Reyes. Sean Reyes. Sean Reyes. seems like he would be... Sean now, Reyes. He's not announced to run, we should be clear. Or is nah, no, yeah, I'm sure he has. I don't think he I'm has. I'm pretty he sure he... He would be a pretty good candidate, though. I will tell you, here's a guy who's been... I'm drafting him. Yes, he's already announced. I don't think that's how this works exactly, but he, this is a guy who's fought a lot of really important battles that maybe you haven't heard about. I don't know how how familiar Mm -hmm. are people in Utah of Sean Ray. Oh, I think a well-known figure there. We know him because we run in very nerdy uh, circles. Circles, Yeah. We, we know the attorney generals. Right. Yeah. We've interviewed like 80 of them. There's only 50 states. We've interviewed 80 of them somehow, (laughs) but like, you know, Sean Ray stands out as one of the best in the country. Yeah. And uh, he seems like to me, at least to be a really good candidate to go in there and defeat Mitt Romney in a primary. Amazing to have a partner to Mike Lee. One that understands the Constitution and then the other guy who's known as a fighter that just goes in and just bulldozes and knows how to get things done. Be nice to have those two, but uh, or you can have your carbon tax with Mitt Romney. Mm. Um, I want to talk a little bit about I want to talk a little bit about the uh, Energy Department official who we all know as Sam Brinton. Uh, they, them, by the way, those are his pronouns. Oh, did I say his? That those are their pronouns. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, he has, um, he's already been, you know, uh, put on hiatus from the energy department because he stole a woman's suitcase. Uh, he went to the airport, got onto a plane, didn't check any luggage, then went, got some luggage, looked at the tag ripped the tag off mm. and left well he's That's done a it again thi- no oh, he's oh, no, no he's done oh no no he's done it again Wait, you mean yeah. they've done it again they've done it again Oops. i wonder which <laughs> one of them is the mastermind ah maybe that's the thing maybe you could just bl- can you blame the other gender it wasn't me it was them if you're gender fluid mm. can you say actually that was the male me who did that and you're, you're currently can't. talking to the female me which you cannot imprison for that charge exactly right mm-hmm. exactly right so uh, he's done it again, and um, they've asked now the Republicans, because they're so extremist, uh, they have called for Britain to step down. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just because of his pronouns. I'm sure that's the only reason. Well, there's also this. Um, this is from the website LGBTQNation.com. Mm, my homepage. Has Sam Brinton's story always been too good to be true yes sam brinton a not listen to this listen this is amazing this is from an lgbtq person a non-binary lgbtq plus activist and outspoken uh, opponent of conversion therapy has been charged with felony theft 
They allegedly stole a woman's suitcase worth 2325 from a carousel Minneapolis uh, airport. He's a nuclear expert at the Department of Energy before being suspended from their duties. Has a December 19th hearing. They face up to five years of imprisonment. Criminal case, blah, blah, blah. The writer goes on to say, Sam Brinton burst onto the scene October 1st, 2010, in a riveting two-part interview with I'm from Driftwood. They revealed the most shocking... I remember. We all remember where we were when oh, that yeah. two-part interview came out, and it was riveting. Well, I'm as from riveting Driftwood. as Avatar. Yeah. Wait. It revealed the most shocking conversion story activists had heard since the 1960s. It involved Britain coming out to his to their parents at the age of 11 and their father reacting with a Swiss swift punch to their face. My dad just started punching. It was the first day that I was sent to the emergency room because I had fallen down the stairs. I was sent to the emergency room about six more times from falling down the stairs or tripping on the sidewalk. I'm in this constant state of fear. He claimed they claimed my dad also held a gun up to my head multiple times. Um, Britain says that he was then sent to a cruel and sadistic, uh, sadistic Florida conversion therapist who they saw for two or three years. Although the author points out his timeline periodically changes depending on the media interview. Britain alleges this practitioner used aversion therapy, which includes sessions where they were tortured with extreme heat, ice and needles. Um, we then went into the mouth of hell, he alleged. The, the or the month of hell the month of hell consisted of tiny needles being stuck into my fingers and then pictures of explicit acts between men would be shown and i would be electrocuted wow yeah it's quite well, a, it's a riveting tale yeah, that happened boy we need to get that we need to get that Arrests conversion need to be made immediately well that's what this particular lgbtq person was saying hmm. because She's one of the activists that try to stop conversion therapy, and this is really, really bad. <clears throat> um, and there's more to it, but I'm just going to leave it. As an LGBTQ plus activist fighting against conversion therapy with my organization, Truth Wins Out, and the author of Anything But Straight, I'm Asking Lies, uh, blah, 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 I had hoped to work with Britain to expose the harm of conversion therapy. Uh, I excitedly reached out to Brinton, and they were oddly inaccessible, communicating indirectly through an e intermediary uh, in the Boston area. Mm, weird. Um, yeah, uh, I just asked a simple question. Who was your conversion therapist, and in which facility did the therapy occur? Seemed like pretty critical um, questions. And the answers would be critical. First, to share Britain's story, we had to verify if it was true. Second, Britain's testimony involved a torture center where hideous abuses were presumably still occurring against children at, uh, as, at least as young as 11. Well, <clears throat> he, was, uh, he, he was unavailable to comment. And uh, that... You know, it was weird um, that nobody else was reporting this and and he wouldn't say that. Then he said he's not able to comment because he when he tries to dig in deeper to the memories of that time, I simply don't have his name. I can picture him clear as a day in my nightmares, 
but his name is not there. Wow. Hmm. So he was in a very fragile state. So why is he going around different media places and uh, different uh, legislatures, lawmakers, and what were they were they exploiting him, putting his mental health at risk? She writes, to believe Britain, one would have to suspend reality and buy the explanation that they couldn't recall the name of the therapist. For over two years, I sat on a couch and endured emotionally painful sessions. Does this even sound plausible or is Britain more concerned about keeping their story unverifiable? Also wonders, one wonders how Britain can recall vibrant, unusually specific details about the therapy experience, but not the identity of the therapist. One striking uh, instance, um, Britain told NBC News there were seven King James Bibles on a stack on a coffee table. I checked with a top expert conversion therapy in Orlando region region. He said that no known conversion office in a strip mall existed. He was talking about that uh, during the years that Britain attended therapy. After the airport incident, I called Britain's mother, Peggy Joe Britain. Uh oh. She told me her child had attended therapy, but it was not conversion therapy. She refused to provide the name of the mystery counselor, but added, I do love Sam dearly. For the record, she also denied that Sam was physically abused or attempted suicide. Of course, let's not deny there's compelling interest in refuting these serious allegations. Exactly right. Uh, Britton said, I can picture him as clearly as a day in my nightmares every day. If that's true, she writes, why hasn't Britain tried to identify this monster by finding his picture online? After all, how many conversion therapists are there in Orlando? Um, have they ever reached out to experts in the region to help find this abomination uh, who is presumably still preying on children? Other holes in his story have emerged. In some versions, Britain claims that they went to a Florida therapist, yet the Des Moines Register reports that they began a series of out-of-state treatments. Which is it? Hmm. He also reports, Sam specifies this according to LGBTQ Nation, uh, Sam specifies their counselor was a religious therapist and not a doctor. Yet Britain penned in 2014 for the National Center for Lesbian Rights that described they described their counselor as a psychotherapist. The same year they told the UN's Committee Against Torture in Switzerland, when I was a child, a licensed psychotherapist tried and failed to change something I never chose. So when Britain was trying to specifically ban licensed conversion therapists from practicing, they suddenly upgraded the credentials of their mystery therapist. Interesting. This story goes on. And, and what her point is, is that he has discredited the LGBTQ community. Mm. And everyone in the community knew that there were problems with his story. But they just wanted to believe. They wanted it to be true they so badly. They needed it to be true. That always is... And everybody out there, right or left, should check your bias when you go into a story. When a story seems too good to be true, make sure it's not because you want it to be true so much. I feel like we do that all the time. Yeah. The left does not seem to do it at all. I will tell you that um, all of this, everything that is false, will fall apart. And you're seeing the beginnings of it now. When you say something is your specialty, what exactly do you mean by that? 
Me, I'm a radio guy. I've been doing this since before Joe Biden needed a bedpan. So when I call radio my specialty, it means I'm good at it. I know the ins and outs. I can get the job done. Well, I can't say right, but I can get the job done. All right. You need a specialist. You need somebody who looks at this housing market uh, and knows that they can handle what's coming. They they are out there for the people who are looking to buy and sell. They know what this uh, climate means on both the buying and the selling end, and they've been through it. That's where a company I started with my brother comes in. It's called Real Estate Agents I Trust. And we work with some of the best agents in the country. They're amazing at what they do. They are experts. It's their, it's their speciality. Uh, if you're braving the housing uh, market, please get in touch with realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Uh, So, um, you know, we're talking about how everything falls apart at the end. Um, Madonna, she's now 64 years old. And she's got new video out of her taken by her or somebody, I don't know, in bondage gear and biting down on a writing crop. Now, I've always wanted to picture grandma like that. And uh, thank you, Madonna, for providing those those images for us. She's 64 years old. This is what's so sad about this is these people don't have anything else but their image. Mm. They don't have anything else but this fake world that they created. Gravity always wins. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, so now they're left with nothing. And as the image starts to go away and you are no longer that, you try desperately anything that will get you back into that that party and in madonna's case sad how many times did it work it worked so many times where she would quote unquote reinvent herself and get back into the public eye you know she'd do the thing with britney spears you know she was had to be in her 40s then right yep and she kept figuring out ways to get back into the public eye and you see her keep trying it it's really sad and it's very sad awful very sad and she looks i don't look like the same person no, she's not. She does not look just older, which, of course, we expect with everybody. That's what happens in life. She's tried to fight that process, fighting gravity, which, again, always wins. But she also just looks totally different, like a different person. She's having almost the Michael Jackson thing happen. Yeah. Where, like, you can't even recognize them from their yeah. younger years. And it is uh, it's tragically, tragically sad. And this is going to happen with so many people all around the world that are and i don't mean just in facial surgery or whatever they're putting all of their eggs into the basket of me 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 or image why you're so inspiring you're just letting yourself go (laughs) the glenn back program
Theater is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to take you back uh, just a few years, back to 1992. There was the President John F. Kennedy Records Collection Act of 1992. This was to secure the release of all of the records relating to the assassination of John F. Kennedy in 1962 or 63. 62, wasn't it? Um, Or 63. Anyway, when he was assassinated, they sealed all of these records. 1992 comes along, the records are 30 years old, and they're like, okay, come on, let's, let's release these. They worked hard to get the information out. However, at the time, most assassination records being 30 years old, Congress stipulated only in the rarest of, case, uh, of occasions is there any legitimate need for continued protection they should be released. The review board anticipated, as Congress mandated, that all postponed information, anything that had been redacted, need to be open to the public no later than 2017. Okay? So, 1963, 1992, all the way to 2017, this is still not being released, even though... By law, it's supposed to be. Okay, what are they hiding that 60 years later needs to be protected? We might have an answer because next week, these documents are supposed to be released. Will they be? And what do they hide? Jefferson Morley, the JFK Facts editor, joins us in 60 seconds. I tend to think that there are some experiences better left unlived. Take identity theft. I really don't have to go through, you know, somebody stealing my identity and then trying to piece my identity back together and reclaim my name. I don't have to go through that to know it sucks. It sucks. However, it's going to happen to all of us and we will have that lived experience if we don't do something about it because everything we do is online. Don't cut internet safety out of the budget. Get 25% off a subscription right now to LifeLock. Top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. No one can prevent all identity theft, but these guys, I think, are the best in the business. LifeLock by Norton. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code Beck at 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to LifeLock.com and use the promo code Beck. LifeLock.com, promo code Beck. Use that promo code as well when you're on the phone with them at 1-800-LIFELOCK. Jefferson Morley joins us now. Hello, Jefferson. How are you, sir? I'm very good. Thanks for having me. Um, I am. Uh, I'm thrilled to have you on. I I don't understand what it is that they are still protecting after 60 years. Well, there's the big picture and there's the little picture. The big picture is there's about 16,000 U.S. government documents that contain some redactions, ranging from a word, a name, to a paragraph, to a whole page. 16,000 different documents, most of those held by the CIA and FBI. So we're going to, some portion of those will be released next week. 
And then very specifically, people ask me, people at the Mary Farrell Foundation, at the JFK Facts uh, Substack, where I write, what are, you know, what, what, what are they hiding specifically? And what they're hiding is what they've hidden all along, which is the interest of CIA officers in Lee Harvey Oswald, the man who was accused of killing Kennedy, the interest in him before President Kennedy was killed. That's the story that's here. It's a very sensitive story, and the CIA is loath to surrender. Okay, so hang on just a second. It is not necessarily that he, the CIA contracted him to kill Kennedy. It's that the CIA was involved with him three months yes. before and had him running operations for them, right? They were using him for intelligence purposes, what's called psychological warfare, which can mean a wide variety of, of, of things. But they, it, what we, from, from the available record, what we see is that we see what's called a COINTELPRO style operation. Mm-hmm. You know what Co- COINTELPRO Explain is? Explain it for the listeners. So COINTELPRO is, um, was a joint CIA-FBI program, which was in effect from the late 50s to the early 70s. And under COINTELPRO, the FBI or the CIA would secretly use tactics to harass, disrupt, destroy groups that were considered subversive, leftist, you know, uh, Martin Luther King, Southern Christian Leadership Conference, Socialist Workers Party, sort of leftist groups that were officially considered subversive. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover, CIA Counterintelligence Chief James Angleton, they wanted to suppress these groups, harass them, get rid of them. And so what seems to have been going on was a CIA operation against an organization called the Fair Play for Cuba Committee, a leftist group to which Oswald belonged. That's where he was being used for intelligence purposes. You know, is this operation evidence of a conspiracy? You know, we don't know. It might be just incompetence. You know, maybe they ran an operation and then this guy Oswald up and shot the president. That part we can't tell without getting all of the records. But Something's going on here, and what they're hiding is their pre-assassination interest in Oswald. Does it does it strike you as um, we are living the same kind of history right now? What, um, <clears throat> tell me more about you know the, the the comparison. We have the CIA and FBI involved in all kinds of things, like a Twitter to silence people to go after groups. The FBI is being used as a weapon. The intelligence departments are also being used as, uh, as weapons. Uh, and um, it's, I mean, go ahead. Okay. I mean, uh, I mean, Glenn, if we're talking about the January 6th insurrection, I think no. the FBI and CIA response has been not inappropriate. So, yeah, no, I'm not. You know, I'm not I'm, talking about the January 6th. I'm, I'm talking about things that have been going on for a while. Just even look at the, what was uh, released with Twitter and the FBI's involvement in Twitter and the Hunter Biden laptop, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I don't know how the Hunter Biden laptop story is relevant to the JFK story. I, I do know what I'm talking about here. And, you know, I don't want the JFK story to get wrapped up in contemporary politics. The people who want the truth from the government on this issue are from the left, left people like me, people in the center, people who support President Trump across the political spectrum. There's wide support for this. 
So I don't want to get involved in a polemic about Hunter Biden's laptop. And this is just like that. The JFK story is unique in and of itself. I want to focus on that because it's a very important story that we're coming to see. Uh, I guess I, I, yeah, I, I understand your point of view and I agree with you. It's smart to do that. I actually, I didn't mean it to, uh, I didn't mean it to pull you into politics, but I guess it was it was a question. Well, I mean, that I would. mean it's so a fair we don't, question. Yeah, it's a fair question. Yeah. But I think it's it's a little bit of a sideshow. And I'd rather talk about something we agree about rather sure. than something we I understand. Agree about. So yeah. um, what is it that you're looking for that will be possibly released or held? Um, the. We're looking at the personnel files of CIA officers who knew about Oswald before the assassination, and these remain classified. So we're trying to understand how CIA operations worked in 1963, and the documents that we're seeking are known. They have been identified by the CIA as concerning things like intelligence methods, cover, travel, and this, I think, will give more detail to what was going on with these CIA officers and Oswald in the course of 1963. Do you have any doubt that Oswald did it and did it for his own per- personal desires? Uh, yes, I, do. I, I, I don't think that Lee Harvey Oswald was the intellectual author of Kennedy's death. I don't think that. He might have fired a gun. Um, I think he knew what was going on, but he was not. This was bigger than Oswald. And I think that the, the, the records that we're seeking will shed light on this. Was Did Oswald slip past all these CIA guys who were paying close attention to him in the summer and fall of 1963? Or was there something else going on where people were actually manipulating Oswald to make him be what he said he was, a patsy? And what was the CIA's motivation? You know, I, um, I think that we need to understand the depth of hostility to the Kennedy presidency in the upper levels of the Pentagon and the CIA in 1963. I think that there were people who were very afraid of Kennedy's policies on Vietnam and Cuba and regarded them as a threat to national security, a danger that had to be dealt with, uh, you know, by ex- extreme means. That's, you know, that's my opinion. There's other interpretations. That's why we need to see all the records. But yeah, that's my best guess. Okay, so the you president. you also wrote the book and just released the book on uh, the, what is it, the Scorpion? Scorpion's uh, Dance, yes. Yeah. About the CIA and Watergate. Correct. Can you go into yeah. that just a little bit? So Scorpion's Dance tells the story of the very complex relationship between President Richard Nixon, 35th president, and Richard Helms, the eighth director of the CIA. These men were both, you know, very powerful men from the mid-1950s to the mid-1970s. Helms as a rising officer and eventually director of the CIA, and Nixon as, you know, vice president, as a lawyer, super lawyer, and as president. So they have this very complex relationship because they're very, very different men. Nixon, this humble striver from the West Coast. Helms is the very picture of an East Coast, you know, aristocrat. But they managed to get along through Nixon's first term. And then comes Watergate. And so their relationship is tested because all of those Watergate burglars worked for the CIA or 
six right. of the seven. Right. So, so the book examines sort of what, how, how Watergate culminated in these two men's career, how it erupted, and how they really they were both brought down by it. Um, Nixon was forced to resign, and Helms eventually was forced to plead guilty to obstructing Congress, and um, was the only CIA director ever convicted of a crime. So, Scorpion's Dance is the story of those two men, Nixon and Helms. So, out of that came the Church Commission, right? Right. And have we effectively cleaned it out? Is is the oversight there? Because this, no, when you have no, it, unchecked, spooky kind of power, it's good and it can be bad. And yes. you're not sure how, you know, most people don't even know who the head of the CIA is right now. Right. Um, you know, the church committee was the first effort of Congress to kind of rein in the CIA, cut their budget, hold them accountable. Um, that's when the Senate and House intelligence committees were created. And sort of the knowledge of what was going on in the world of intelligence was distributed a little more widely in the Washington leadership. It wasn't just concentrated in the CIA director. Now there's what's called the, the gang of eight, which is the House and Senate leadership. The eight top officials in Congress are also have the are, are cleared to see any covert operation that's being undertaken by the U.S. government. Now, we don't that system of oversight is not very strong. It's been divided on, um, you know, partisan lines in recent years. And I mean, yes, we do not have strong oversight of the intelligence committee community. And that's a problem. Um, Jefferson, will you do me a favor? If something sure. comes out next week, when is this supposed to be released? Well, um, the deadline set by President Biden last year is December 15th. So <sighs> next Thursday, we expect that the archives will start depositing. Who's the biggest records. obstructor of this? Is it the CIA? By far. About about 80 percent of the remaining documents that have redactions are CIA documents. So they are the agency that is most aggressive in asking for discontinued secrecy. And Trump tried to get it released. Biden says it needs to be released. No, 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 no. Actually, that's that's wrong. Trump, Trump said it should be released, said it was released. Unfortunately, he lied and he caved to the CIA in December 17th wow. and he kicked the can down the road four years um, to Biden. So Biden got the question last year, what do we do with these JFK documents? And the CIA and the federal agency said the COVID dog ate my homework. You know, we couldn't do it because of the pandemic. Right. So Biden said, okay, you have another year. So now we're at Biden's second deadline. Hmm. <laughs> so, okay. Well, I, I, yes, go ahead. Biden acquiesced, and now hopefully Biden will do the right thing. Okay. Uh, Jefferson Morley, thank you so much. Uh, and you, uh, if there's something in there, I'd love to talk to you again uh, okay. about what you find. Thank you. We'll be in touch. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Back in just a second. So there's only two weeks left for the Christmas holiday season from GenuCell. If you have a gift to give to anyone in your life that you actually like, I would recommend GenuCell highly. Uh, the people I like get GenuCell often because it's the best in skincare, the best you can possibly get. 
Now, from now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off at GenuCell.com slash Beck. You can treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best in skincare in the world. Whatever issue you might be having with your skin, forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, uh, bags and puffiness, even sagging jawline, you can see it disappear right before your eyes, and they don't just say that. They guarantee it. With its immediate effect, you'll see results in as, le- as little as 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. And included in every most popular package is your free uh, serum that is going to be for skin hydration and will restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com slash Beck now. Enter the special code Beck for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. Guaranteed delivery by Christmas. It's GenuCell.com slash Beck. GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. I, uh, I appreciate his uh, viewpoint as a historian, uh, and as a historian, he doesn't want to tie it uh, to days, uh, today's events. And as a historian, I understand that. Yeah, he's going to stay out of that stuff. Right. Um, mm, uh, however, if you can't see the correlation here, if you can't see that these agencies are once again out of control— um, it history only matters when it informs decisions that are being made today. You use history to say, yes, this is possible. This isn't conspiracy because that's what has been said for the last 70 years since the OSS and CIA became an entity. These kinds of things have happened over and over and over again. And we don't have a protective wall to protect the American people and to protect the truth. There is no way to get the truth from these people. Yeah, I agree. You you know, that's what they say. History repeats itself, or at least it rhymes. Yeah. And your the point of learning history is to make sure those repetitions don't happen again. Of course, you want to know history just for knowing the truth. Yeah. But that's the really uh, pragmatic, applicable thing you're doing here. And like, look, I, you know, again, as you mentioned, like if you're a historian, yeah, he's not, that's, that's not what you want to do. Right. But it's interesting for us to learn it because you learn this stuff and you say, okay, what path should we avoid? Right. Like that, that's why you learn about, you know, the Nazis. Every time you bring up the Nazis, people are like, oh my gosh, uh, how could you bring that up? You, you know, you can't compare that to today. And oftentimes that's true. In fact, almost all the time it's true because it's the most extreme example most of us can remember outside of the Communist Party, which for some reason is uh, deleted. Is more extreme, right? but <laughs> right? No, we don't think so for No one some wants reason. to bring that up. Whatever. Communist Party, Mao, whether you want to talk about Mao or Hitler or whoever you want to bring up, Stalin. You, you want to look at these things and not decide 10 minutes before the gas chambers open up that we should push back against these efforts this is almost what i said to jennifer say yesterday yeah after the interview we we sat around talked some more um and we were talking about how people try to silence you um when you are pointing out facts she's uh, jewish her husband is jewish they're not religious at all but they are very well versed in the holocaust Mm. and uh i said you know i always got heat because i would say hey these are the seeds that lead to the gas chamber and i said you know if if i'm not mistaken 
never forget, never again means when the seeds are being planted, not at the door of the gas chamber going, we shouldn't do this. Right. It's too late. <laughs> too then. late at that point. Yeah, and she said, I agree with you totally. Yeah. You have to look at history and not look at the end, but look at where the plants are being grown, where the seeds are being planted and who's harvesting that field. And you you till that soil and get rid of all of that stuff at that point. Yeah, the time to check if there's a pool at the end of the water slide is not when you're halfway down it. You look from the top before you get on. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly right. Uh, by the way, a great interview with Jennifer Say. Um, she is the former Levi Strauss brand president that went on to point out their and her own hypocrisy on COVID. It is a great don't miss interview. The Glenn Beck program. You can find that on um, on podcast tomorrow, wherever you get your podcast. Also uh, on Blaze TV. Tunnel to Towers Foundation has a promise it makes that it will do good and never forget those heroes who have sacrificed everything they could to help keep us free. I love these guys. <clears throat> they are they don't have a political agenda. They just try to live their mission statement. And this is their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the foundation is delivering mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first families, and uh, also Gold Star families. Let me tell you about Maggie. She was 26 when she went to Afghanistan, and a suicide bomber um, really did damage to her body. She was permanently injured. Tunnel to Towers is delivering a fully adapted mortgage-free smart home to Maggie and her family for the holidays. It makes her life much, much easier. Never forget these heroes that have stood for us in our own communities and overseas. Donate $11 a month to, tone, uh, to Tunnel to Towers. The web address is easy. It's T, the number 2T.org. That's T2T.org. Go to glenbeckmerch.com for all the Christmas presents you need. Use the code GLEN20 and you have 20% off. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, I heard about uh, Ted Cruz and... uh, and his wife and their struggle with their daughter right now um, beyond beyond politics, beyond all of this stuff. Um, our children are in trouble. All of our children are in trouble. Um, his daughter is in trouble and he's not really speaking about it, so I'm not going to say anything. I don't know anything. But um, I can tell you that... Um, as you know, uh, if you've listened to this program before, I have had bouts of suicide in my immediate family with, with my children um, in the last few years. And uh, I am still battling with that with my children. Um, you might be too. And if you are a parent, I know what you're going through. You're worried, you know, what could I have done differently? Is it me? Um, You know, what do I do now? It is a horrible place. Mental health and suicide is 
uh, it used to be a dirty word. Nobody wanted to talk about it. And now I feel like we're still not really talking about it. And it is everywhere. I uh, wanted to talk to Jamie Kilstein today because um, he's got a, a podcast called Advice Not Taken. And he talks a lot about uh, suicide and depression and wanted to get him on today. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Hey, man. How you doing? Uh, well, I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah. I. Uh, it's funny. I had... Uh, I had jokes in my head about the the, the politics of this and the, the the people who have made this political. And a- after hearing your intro, I just want to, uh, you know, it's I didn't know you were going through that, and I think I'd rather open by talking about, you know, I've been suicidal. I've been really close and recently. And I've talked to people who are dealing with the same thing with their kids. And I think the first thing I want to say to you uh, as a friend and to people who are listening, whether it's them who's had suicidal ideation or it's their kids, is the sort of beautifully tragic, ironic part of everyone I've met who struggles with depression or suicidal thoughts is they are some of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. Mm. I've ever talked to and they don't know that. And it's kind of our job to remind them of that, but it's oftentimes, man, it's the people who feel the hardest. It's the people who have the biggest heart. It's the people that we need more of. I mean, when you're struggling because you're so sad or you see the pain of the world and you don't know what to do and you feel so helpless, it's like, dude, you can't go anywhere. Like, we need more people like you. Mm. It's never the person who's like speeding to the, the, you know, to cut you off in traffic, uh, to go to the concert, to stand in the front row, even though he's six foot five, like that guy's going to be fine. He's going to like a vegan restaurant and pyrotherapy and he's going to live forever. (laughs) Um, It's these like, it really is, it's these people who feel like they don't belong. And what I always try to remind them is like, dude, those, I want to be around people who feel like they don't belong. Your favorite from your favorite musicians to everyone who followed Jesus, those were people who didn't belong. It's always the, the, the cool people. And the problem is it is so hard to be different. And I mean, man, I can't even imagine growing up with social media, with the access to pornography, with all of this stuff that kids have. I mean, I was a suicidal wreck and I had access to like one playboy in the woods that we all <laughs> right, exactly uh, right. and like pass it around like, <laughs> you know, divorced parents with joint custody. And, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I have to wait till school to get bullied. Um, I'm a 40 year old man and someone sends a tweet about something that's not true or calls me a name when I'm trying to talk about mental health, it's hard for me not to spiral. I know. Um, but I think that's the most important thing I wanted to say is that, like, it, it, not the cliche, you know, hey, we're all God's children, life is precious, forget all that right now. It's that, like, you specifically, you listening to this specifically, 
who doesn't want to be around. You are so much more special than you think you are. And you have so many more people backing you up than you think you do. And it's, it's not just like, Hey, hang out. You'll get through it. It's like, no, 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 get through it. And then excel all of your wildest expectations for what you can do. Because I'm, I'm telling you, man, the people who feel that are special. When you get through it, um, uh, at least the first time when you get through it, it you are on guard um, from it the rest of your life yeah. when you because, you know, you, you figure out the first time that your um, that you, your brain can be your worst enemy. Uh, and when you go through a chemical depression, it, it's everything seems logical. All the, the ideas of suicide, it all seems so perfectly logical. Um, and yeah. all of the excuses that you have made, you're not looking at them as excuses. They're absolutely real to you. And when you really hit the bottom, you really, truly believe the world would be a better place without you. And it's all a lie. Yeah. It's all a lie. Dude, I'm I'm so glad you said that because it's not this, you know, when it's been real for me, it hasn't been this like, she broke up with me. I'm going to like Selma and Louise myself off a cliff. No. It's been, it's been, you're right. This very like logical, like, Hey man, like we give it the old college try, you know, like we did all the things we made some mistakes. But, like, I thought we were on the right path and we were getting better and it's still not working. I still, you know, whatever it is, I still can't find the person I'm supposed to be with. I still can't, you know, dig myself out of debt. I still can't forget the things I saw in war. I still can't, you know, get this bully off my back at high school, whatever it is. And you just go, yeah, like it would just. It, you know what it feels like, and this is horrible to say, the thought of it, it almost feels like a relief. It does. Where you just It go, does, and, oh, and in I my, ca- just, in my case, it was, uh, my family will be better without me. I'm, I'm dragging everything else down. I'm this black hole that's dragging everything else down. First, you, with me at least, you blame everything. Right. And then when you realize none of those things are actually the problem, then you start to look in yourself and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm a black hole. And it's not only a relief from the the daily pain that you're in, but it is a in the end, it becomes almost a sacrifice for the good of others. And it's just insane. It's insane. Yeah. Well, and I want to remind people listening right now that it's like everybody listening. I don't know what they think of me, but everyone listening is a fan of you as a person, not just as as a radio host. And so when they hear you say that, they go, well, that's crazy. Look look at how much good Glenn has done and has tried to do or whatever. But then there's still a part of them that goes, yeah, but I'm that I'm different. And what I want you to say is like the way you look at you, Glenn, when you talk about it, is the way other people look at you. You know, so many, Robin Williams was one of my closest friends. And, you know, that was not a person I expected to get a phone call about um, when he died. Now, there were medical issues and, and stuff happening behind the scenes, but still, you know, he thought it would make the world better or his family better. And it's like, I mean, people still come up to me rocked 
about what happened to him. I still think about him on a daily basis. And it's like, why, why are you different? Anyone listening, like, how are you different? You still have something inside you that other people love, that other people need. And I know it feels like you don't, but like, man, I'm telling you, everybody you look up to, like, they've had the exact same thoughts that you have. We're just better at pretending um, that it doesn't exist. And especially around the holidays, again, on social media, I feel like every time I open up Instagram, I'm just like, are all of my friends hotter than me at having kids and families and giant Christmas trees? Mm. And like, and, and you start to feel like you don't belong, but like all of those people, one, I mean, Instagram is a lie, but two, um, also follow me on Instagram. Cause I'm definitely, <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's at the Jamie Kilsey. Give him an old F you and follow me. Right. Um, but he, it, it's really hard where it's like, man, the negative stuff on social media makes me feel negative. Then the positive stuff on social media makes me feel like I don't have enough. And you have to remember that again, everyone you look up to not only has had thoughts like this, not only has dealt with depression and their own demons, but also like they've struggled. And, 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 and what got them to that picture you're looking at right now is pushing through the struggle. And then guess what? Not only are you better but now you're armed with what me and Glenn have where you can now help other people yeah. who are going through it. And you can go, hey, man, I was there, too. And I'm telling you, you're going to be OK. And like, what a gift that is to literally be able to save people's lives because of the lowest moment of your life. Jamie Kilstein, uh, the uh, host of Advice Not Taken, a comedian that has uh, <clears throat> kind of taken hiatus from uh, a lot of that and is just still naturally funny. Uh, but he is concentrating on uh, advice not taken and concentrating on things of the spirit and the soul and uh, and health. Jamie Kilstein, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Tuscan. You bet. Are you tired of not only paying far too much for your mobile phone service, but also knowing that some exorbitant amount of money that you're shelling out every month is going to support causes that you don't believe in? In fact, causes that you stand against. One of the best things about living in a country where, for now at least, there's still a free-ish market is that you can decide who to do business with. You get to decide who earns your business and who doesn't. Patriot Mobile was built to give you a choice, and it is clear. You're going to get the same reliable phone service at a lower cost, and none of your money will go to leftist causes. They are the only Christian conservative wireless provider in America. And here's the guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to either of the three major carriers they provide for free. So just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team, 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Beck. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values or country, support a company that does. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. I I, I want to uh, share this. I <clears throat> I've been reading Ezekiel, 
And uh, this morning I walked in and I, I read a chapter and I left it open right in front of my, my um, computers. And I remember thinking just about an hour ago, I don't ever leave it there. Why did I just leave that there? And while I was talking to Jamie, I think I know why. Um, I, I was reading Ezekiel today and it was talking about how uh, Israel has just lost its way. And it's so, so good about America. The end of uh, chapter 33 and then 34. And uh, 34 is, woe to you shepherds who only take care of yourselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, you clothe yourself, you wool and slaughter, and you have the choice of animals, but you don't take care of the flock. You haven't strengthened the weak or healed the sick or bound up the injured. You haven't brought back the strays or searched for the loss. You've ruled them harshly and brutally. They were scattered because there was no shepherd. They were scattered. They became food for all the wild animals. My sheep wandered all over the mountains and over every high hill. They were scattered over the whole earth, and no one was searching or looking for them. Therefore, you shepherds, as surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, because my flocks lack a shepherd and so have been plundered and has become food for all the wild animals, and because my shepherds didn't search for my flock and cared for themselves, I, I will stand against the shepherds and I will hold them accountable for my flock. The thing I got out of this, and the reason why I think I thought of it with Jamie, was um, uh, about a year ago, I was thinking, honestly, about myself, and I was thinking, how do I protect my children? How do I protect from this coming storm? And uh, I felt really strongly kind of a chastisement and i felt the lord said to me i can't tell you anymore what i can do to you what you can do to help yourself but i can tell you what people need and how you can help them and it was um kind of a shameful moment and uh and i i work very hard now to think of others uh first there are a lot of people around us right now especially during the holidays but it is it is rampant in our families in my family uh i i just i i i I can't even begin to express what's happening. Um, And we're all going through this. We're all going through this. We need to look out for one another. We need to, uh, the shepherds have done a really poor job, but uh, you don't have to be a sheep. Even though we might all be sheep in the end, we really need to go out and look for our other lost brothers and sisters and heal them and bind uh, bind up the injured bring them back into the fold as much as we can. The Glenn Back Program.